the Nonprofit Center for Countering Digital Hate, or the CCDH, is analyzing YouTube videos looking for climate deniers resulting in the demonetization of their content. This is very familiar to Nazi propaganda and censorship just before World War II, and we'll analyze these endeavors from a prophetic perspective on this edition of The End Time Show. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. I do thank you for joining me on this edition of The End Time Show. I want to let everybody know that I will be in, my wife and I will be down in Winsboro, Louisiana this weekend at the Winsboro UPC 2510 Loop Road, Winsboro, Louisiana 71295. I'll be there Sunday morning. This is going to be twice on Sunday this time. Sunday morning, January 21st at 10.30 a.m. I'll be teaching the Green Horseman and World War III uh, lesson. And then Sunday evening, we're going to have um, some breaking prophecy news. That's at 6 p.m. And then we'll, be ha we'll have an evangelistic service. So, uh, man, we're looking forward to a great time in Winsboro, Louisiana this weekend. Hope you can join us down there. Now, you know, in many cases, censorship equals indoctrination. And this is happening to us right now. And I'll, I'll talk to you about this. This happens to End Time Ministries all the time. That's why we started End Time Plus and we've even bantered back and forth about maybe starting our, maybe our own network or something because, man, that we're just getting censored on every side. Because we're trying to tell the truth and there's a lot of people that do not want you to know what's really going on behind the scenes. Ursula von der Leyen, who is the president of the European Commission, get in her address to the World Economic Forum, said, For the global business community, the top concern for the next few years will not be climate change, but it will be disinformation and misinformation. Well, my question is, who decides what's disinformation and misinformation? I mean, back in Hitler's day, the extirpation of the Jews would have been the right information in his eyes, right? And anything that was contrary to that would have been misinformation. So who determines what is right and what is wrong? Well, there is really and only a truth. And that's what we want to do. I want to know the truth. I'm a truth seeker. If there really is human-induced global warming leading to climate change that's going to burn us all up. Sure, I want to know about that. But the fact is, climate change has been happening every day since God created the world. And so these are the things that we're going to talk about today. Censorship leading to indoctrination. Now, the Holocaust Encyclopedia says this back about Nazi propaganda, Nazi propaganda and censorship. Because I want you to get an idea of what's going on today with these people that are watching these YouTube videos and spying out people that are going against their narrative. The Nazis used propaganda to win the support of millions of Germans, 
This is just prior to World War II. Censorship helped to suppress ideas that the Nazis saw as threatening. The Nazis wanted Germans to support the Nazi dictatorship and believe in Nazi ideas. And to accomplish that goal, they tried to conform, or I'm sorry, they tried to, let's say, control forms of communication through censorship and propaganda. Wow, is that happening today? It absolutely is, you guys. This included control of newspapers, magazines, books, art, um, the theater, music, movies, and radio. And today, it's the internet. And it's all these social networking sites. They're trying to control the narratives that are pushed on there. Well, how did the Nazis use censorship? Well, when the Nazis came to power in 1933, the German Constitution guaranteed freedom of speech and freedom of the press. And through decrees and laws, the Nazis abolished these civil rights and they destroyed the German democracy. Starting in 1934, it was illegal to criticize the Nazi government. Even telling a joke about Hitler was considered treachery. Okay? People in Nazi Germany could not say or write whatever they wanted. Examples of censorship under the Nazis included closing down or taking over anti-Nazi newspapers, controlling what news appeared in the newspapers, on the radio and in the newsreels. They banned and burned books that the Nazis categorized as un-German or anti to their cause. They um, and they controlled what soldiers wrote home during World War II. So that was censorship. Well, are we seeing anything like that today? Imagine if the Nazis had control of social networking sites back in the day. Do you think they would want to control them? You better believe it. Well, it's happening today. And I'm going to get into this in great detail. I've got to mention our first sponsor here very quickly, First Cup Coffee. You know, as you can imagine, we're essentially working around the clock to keep up with all of this. I mean, we're certainly energized by our God-given purpose, but thankfully we are also fired up drinking First Cup coffee. They're not a woke corporation. They haven't tried to rewrite our history or lobby to defund the military, but they're a Christian-owned Patriot Coffee Company out of the great state of Texas. They've got many different roasts. So go to firstcup.com. Use code ENDTIME to get 10% off. If you subscribe, they'll give you an additional 10% off. Go to firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off today. Now, how did the Nazis use that? I showed you how they used censorship. How did they use propaganda? Because we're seeing things just like this today. The Nazis used propaganda to promote their ideas and beliefs beginning in March 1933. The regime tried to centralize its propaganda efforts in a new ministry led by Joseph Goebbels. Remember, many of you have heard of him, <clears throat> this, the, the number one propaganda guy. And, and the, the, the ministry was called the Reich Ministry of Enlightenment and Propaganda. The, the Nazis used a variety of propaganda tools to spread Nazi ideas. And examples of propaganda under the Nazis included they glorified Adolf Hitler by using his image on postcards, posters, in the press. 
They spread negative images and ideas about Jews in magazines, films, cartoons, and other uh, media. And it's, it's just propaganda is what it is. Uh, they made radios more affordable so that more Germans could listen to the Nazi ideas in the news. And they broadcast Nazi speeches on the radio and public loudspeakers. And they organized large and um, kind of like celebratory Nazi party rallies. And they also created groups like the Hitler Youth and um, League of German Girls that fostered Nazi ideas. And so how did the propaganda and censorship work together? Because we're seeing this, folks, in our society right now. And I want you to kind of understand what's going on here because you absolutely have to do your research and follow good news sources and know what's going on in the world because it's indoctrination. And, and I don't want to see that happen to any of you. Textbooks are a good example of how propaganda and censorship work together in the Nazi regime. The Nazis used both propaganda and censorship to control what students read in school. Nazi censors removed some textbooks from classrooms and new textbooks taught students to obey the Nazi party, to love Hitler, and to hate Jews. And then one of the key dates back on May 10, 1933, you probably have already heard about this, about the Nazi book burnings. During the spring of 1933, Nazi university students, organizations, professors, and librarians put together a long list of books that they thought were un-German. And the list of books included um, they, anybody, any um, books that were written by Jewish authors. They included books by non-Jewish authors uh, whose ideas conflicted with Nazi ideas. And on the night of May 10th, 1933, Nazis held book burnings. What are they doing? They're censoring information that went out to the masses. And they marched by torchlight in nighttime parades. They sang chants and they threw books on huge burn fires, uh, bonfires. And that night, more than 25,000 books were burned. Okay. Now, I wanted to give you a mental image here of what can happen to a society that has been censored and filled with propaganda, okay? Now, this morning, I read an article from CNN, and the title of the article is, What is New Denial? An alarming wave of climate misinformation is spreading on YouTube. Okay. Now, you understand that we, my father-in-law Irvin Baxter and I, and Doug and Vince, we've all talked about human-induced global warming, which leads to climate change, and that it is pretty much a hoax. It's all propaganda by the United Nations to redistribute the wealth of the world. However, we have met many of our uh, YouTube videos and Facebook posts and many things censored uh, over, the, over time because we have talked about the truth of it. And there are people that don't want you to know the truth. So CNN wrote this article, What is the New Denial? Well, listen at this. I've taken some excerpts, and then I put some excerpts of my own in here. Um, so the, the article on CNN states out like this. If you've been on YouTube lately you might have come across someone claiming wind and solar energy doesn't work, that rising sea levels will help coral reef flourish 
and that climate scientists are corrupt and alarmist. And it says, this is the CNN article, these are all false and misleading statements taken from a handful of thousands of YouTube videos analyzed by the Nonprofit Center for Countering Digital Hate, or the CCDH, which has identified a stark change in the tactics of climate deniers over the past few years. So, let me pause right here. If you think that somebody is not watching your YouTube post or that uh, just scanning YouTube videos to take out the false narratives or to, that go against the propaganda of the globalist, think again. That's absolutely happening. It all, it's, it's like a mirror image of what happened in Nazi Germany just before the war. So, I want to make a statement here because the CNN article, CNN article says, if you have been on YouTube lately, you might have come across someone claiming wind and solar energy doesn't work. And it says these are false and misleading claims. Well, let me speak to that. The Federalist on Tuesday, they published an article titled, ERCOT admits that wind and solar power alone cannot keep Texans warm during record-breaking Arctic blasts. So, they would have to argue with ERCOT, right? So ERCOT is the Electric Reliability Council of the state of Texas. They issued, and this is from the article I'm quoting, they issued a conservation appeal on Sunday night because now we're in, we, we, over the last few days, we've been in a deep freeze here in Texas. I live in Dallas and it's been down to like 12 degrees with like the wind chill zero. So over the last few nights, so, and down to 12 and 16 degrees. I mean, that's like a deep freeze here in Texas. Well, the ERCOT, the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, they issued a conservation appeal Sunday and um, demanding that Texans who are enduring a record-breaking Arctic blast this week, that they reduce their power usage and turn down their thermostats on Monday morning, this past Monday morning, and the goal of the appeal from ERCOT claimed that it is to lessen the strain on the state's tight grid and caution Texans that ele the electricity reserves are dwindling. Well, of course they're dwindling because we've uh, got a lot of it on uh, wind turbines and solar energy. And we sh we ought we when when that happened when the uh, that great freeze happened back in I think it was 2021, we should have built another hundred coal-fired power plants. But of course, they didn't do that. They've got to prove that even though Houston basically froze and all their pipes busted, that the frozen wind turbines won't happen if it gets cold again. Okay. If you live in Texas, you understand what I'm talking about. Well, and nothing has changed, by the way. Well, according to the latest ERCOT press release, the Texas's electrical grid, green energy sources, are to blame for the stress. Now, this is all in this article from The Federalist. The subsidized wind and solar power ERCOT relies on to meet Texas power needs can hardly keep up with the customer's electricity demands in the 100-plus degrees Fahrenheit heat, much less in the winter. And then it says this. Listen closely. Solar generation isn't available in the early morning hours, which is the peak demand time during the winter and slow ramps, uh, slowly ramps up as the sun rises. So it's not working, right? 
ERCOT admitted this. They said that wind generation is forecasted to be lower than seasonally expected in the early morning hours. So the solar and the wind-powered uh, energy isn't working. So I guess that CNN, who said that anybody that believes this isn't working, is that's a false statement. CNN's going to have to take that up with the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, right? because they just told us to turn all of our pool pumps and everything else off and unplug as much of our appliances as we could from 6 to 9 a.m. over the last few days. So, what are we talking about here? We're talking about climate deniers and CNN and, and these people that are scouring YouTube saying, hey, oh, there's a climate denier. We've got to demonetize this video. We've got to make it so, even if this individual pays for it, that they can't have a, we can't run an ad on there so they can try to monetize this video because it goes against the false narrative that is being taught in society. You understand what's going on? It's kind of like an electronic book burning. Okay? Now, this is very prophetic because this all goes back to the world governing propaganda pushed by the United Nations, and it's all about wealth redistribution, pushing a socialistic, world governing agenda. That's what this is all boiling down to. The human-induced global warming climate change propaganda from the United Nations is designed to redistribute the wealth of the world. It's pushing the sustainable development goals. So they're saying here, there's people that are scanning YouTube and if you don't want to align with this agenda, they'll start demonetizing your videos. It's kind of frustrating, but it's what we're dealing with. It's censorship and propaganda in 2024. Okay, I'll get back into the CNN article here in just a moment. Let me mention another sponsor, and that is Birch Gold Group. You know, we, when you go back to world government, these world government enthusiasts, they're wanting to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on the populations, and it could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products or easily freeze or seize part of all of your money, and it just gives government more control over your finances. Well, there are some concerned Americans that are diversifying their assets into a physical gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. If you want a physical asset in a tax-sheltered retirement account, go to birchgold.com slash time to get your free info kit on gold. Maybe you've got a, an IRA or a 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust. Birch Gold Group can help you convert that into an IRA in gold with no money out of pocket. So go to birchgold.com slash end time, claim your free info kit on gold because if digital currency becomes a reality for all, you may want to wish you had some gold to fall back on. Okay, now, CNN article continues and it says, where once climate deniers would outright reject climate change as a hoax or a scam or claim that humans were not responsible for it, many are now shifting to a different approach, one which attempts to undermine climate science cast doubt on climate solutions, and even claim global warming will be beneficial at best, harmless at worst. Okay, I gotta pause again, <laughs> because I don't think anyone really rejects climate change is not happening, Re rejects the fact that climate change is not happening. I think it is the overwhelming ideology that humans are the main cause of that, which is where people have a, a problem. Um, 
I, I, let, me, let me give you a, a couple examples here of people that are not just some YouTube guy that wants to make money. There's a guy named, uh, uh, a physicist, his name is Will Happer. He is the Princeton, or at least once was Princeton University physicist. He was a former director of energy research at the Department of Energy, and he said this. He said, I had the privilege of being fired by Al Gore since I refused to go along with his alarmism. I have spent a long research career studying physics that is closely related to the greenhouse effect. He said, fears about man-made global warming are unwarranted and are not based on good science. The Earth's climate is changing now as it always has. So he doesn't deny climate change. But he said there is no evidence that the changes differ in any quantitative way from those of the past. That was Will Happer. There's a guy named, a professor of meteorology named Fred W. Decker. And he was the professor of meteorology with the Oregon State University. He said there is no convincing scientific evidence that human release of carbon dioxide, methane, or, or other greenhouse gases is causing or will in the foreseeable future cause catastrophic heating of the Earth's atmosphere and disruption of the Earth's climate. Moreover, there is substantial scientific evidence that increases in atmospheric carbon dioxide produce many beneficial effects upon the natural plant and animal environments of the earth. Now, folks, these are leading scientists in America today. And yet, they are saying the opposite of what the CNN article says. But these guys have spent their life studying this stuff. And yet, YouTube has a... There are people that are scanning YouTube videos saying these people are wrong. Martin Hertzberg, he's a retired U.S. Navy meteorologist. He said, and I'm quoting, not only is it false that human activity has any significant effect on global warming or the weather in general, but for the record, global warming is over. The fear-mongering hysteria about human-caused global warming is completely unjustified and is totally counterproductive to our nation's essential needs and security. Okay? Finally, Larry Kudlow, he's with Fox Business, and he said this last Friday. He said, all the news reports are chronicling how cold it's going to be when the Iowans caucus happens on Monday. It could be 30 degrees, it could be minus 30 degrees, but you know what? Iowans are going to vote anyway because they know it's January and it just gets cold in January. He said, this is not a big deal. On the other hand, I'd like to enlarge the Iowa cold story. The Washington Post is running a story on how severe cold weather could break hundreds of records this weekend. This would be last weekend. He said this on Friday. He said, really? A blast of Arctic air will freeze the western and central U.S. with temperatures in some places up to 60 degrees below normal. Parts of Montana may hit minus 40, which is kind of normal for them. The Washington Post story goes on and says, the cold could be life-threatening life and make for frigid NFL playoff games and Iowa caucuses. Larry Kudlow says, well, well now, Washington Post and all our liberal media friends, where's John Kerry now that you need him? Oh, wait. He's always telling us about global warming, an existential threat, or life-threatening. Uh, he, he says, I guess you got to see Janet Yellen for details on that. Hang on. 
it's an immediate existential threat. But what about all this sub-zero freezing, sub-zero record temperatures? That sounds like global freezing. Now, this guy's thinking with too, uh, too, too much of a rational mind. But he goes on to say, I even remember the big freeze cover of Time magazine back in the, back in the uh, 70s. Coming back to today's news, the only headline I can find out about global warming hysteric, John Kerry is how much money he and his global warming staff are being paid in the State Department budget. $4 million? For what? I'm going to come out and say it. The immediate danger from global warming is a hoax. It's a socialist Green New Deal hoax. There may be climate change over the next few hundred years, <clears throat> but like Bjorn Lomborg or Steve Koonin, I'm more than willing to wait for, for technological innovation and economic growth to take care of it. There is no immediate threat. We have bouts of cold weather and bouts of hot weather, i.e. Dallas, Texas. That's, I threw that in there. But weekly weather reports are different than century-long climate change cycles, and the American public is in full revolt. Wow. So, you've got a lot of influential people over the years, scientists, and then, of course, Larry Kudlow, many of you know him from Fox Business, say it's not happening. It's simply not happening. But yet, CNN has, or I should say the CCDH, is go scanning YouTube videos, your YouTube videos, my YouTube videos, to see if we're putting out mis- or disinformation. Ursula von der Leyen, the leader of the, the European Union, said over the next few years in the business council, the business uh, community, that the leading problem that we will face is misinformation or disinformation. That's because they're putting out and they've got an agenda. And anything that comes against that agenda, just like Nazi Germany, anything that comes against that agenda, we've got to squash. We've got to make sure nobody can read it because we're trying to indoctrinate people to get them in alignment with our agenda here. Okay? You understand what's going on here, everybody? Oh, I tell you what. If it wasn't for God, I might lose my mind. I mean, thank God I can trust in Him through all of this mess. Because this is the kind of stuff we're going to deal with all the way in. But the Bible says, For we know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. Thank God I've got my hands in the Lord's hands, and I'm never going to let go. Because these people can do all they want. But the Bible says everything you do in secret will be shouted from the rooftop. So they can push all the propaganda they want. They can push everything else. But the fact of the matter is, is that God's going to help us through it all. But I want you to know what's going on in society. I don't want you to go through here with blindfolders on and just think, well, you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe there isn't anything wrong with global warming and climate change. Well, the fact is, the climate has always been changing, and the climate always will change. But they're trying to de destroy our economy and redistribute the wealth of the world because they've got a global governing agenda, folks. That's what's going on. And so that's what I'm talking about today, the prophesied end time world government. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me, and I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment 
of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 End Time. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Okay, so now you can kind of get the gist of what's going on here. The, the CN article, CNN article continues and it says this. The past five years have seen a startling rise in this new denial, is what they call it. According to the CCDH analysis published Tuesday, which also suggests this shift in narrative could also be helping YouTube video creators circumvent the social media company's ban on monetizing climate denial. Well, who determines whether it's climate denial or not? Who determines whether it is an agenda, whether it's propaganda or it's the truth. I just read from you several very professional uh, professors and meteorologists, and yet that are saying that there's no consensus off anybody. It's simply, it's simply not happening. The climate's been changing and always will change. But the fact that humans have anything to do with it or, or any, any amount, maybe one-tenth of one percent or less, it's insignificant. What are we even talking about? But these people say, no, we're going we're gonna to go through social media company and with YouTube and, and they've got a ban on monetizing climate denial. It says researchers, I'm quoting from the article, researchers gathered transcripts for more than 12,000 videos posted between 2018 and 2023 across 96 YouTube channels that have promoted climate denial and what they call it, climate denial and misinformation. It's people that are not agreeing with their false narrative. So it says transcripts were analyzed by artificial intelligence to categorize the climate denial narratives used as either old denial or new denial. The new denial content attacks on solutions, the science and the climate movement. I, I don't think necessarily saying that they're wrong is an attack on them. It's that they're not telling the truth. What's wrong with saying that? That's, I'm an American. We're supposed to have free speech, right? Well. That kind of stuff now makes up 70% of all what they call climate denial. This is CNN and claims the, the CNN, uh, the 70% of all the climate denial claims posted on YouTube, according to the report, up from 35% in 2018. Assertions that global warming is not happening, one of the main old denial claims, the analysis focused on declined from 48% of all denial claims in 2018 to 14% in 2023. 
So claims that climate solutions won't work, however, soared from 9 to 30% over the same period. Now, I want you to say, I want you to listen to something though. William F. McClenney. Now, I'm adding this. He's a professional geologist and former certified environmental auditor, the formal global warming, uh, he, and a formal global warming proponent. He said that, I believe global, I believed past tense, the global warming theory. It made sense. But he then conducted extensive climate research and wrote a detailed analysis announcing that he had reversed his views. He did the math and realized that you just can't get global warming with CO2. Now, the, those are true statements. The CN article, CNN article then continues, and it says, Imran Ahmed, chief executive officer and founder of CCDH, this entity, this non nonprofit, get that, that's going through and searching all these YouTube videos, looking for myths or disinformation. He said that, the, this guy's the founder of that, he said that the report is in some ways is a story of success. The climate movement, he says, has won the argument that, now, get, now I want you to listen to that, I'm going to give you another statement here in just a moment. The climate movement has won the argument that climate change is real. Well, I, I would agree with them, climate change is real. And that it is hurting our planet's ecosystems. He told, he told us to CNN, as the impacts of the climate crisis, from scorching heat waves to fierce storms, affect a broader swath of global, the global population, narratives that deny the existence of climate change are becoming less effective. So people that are saying, eh, this just simply isn't true. It's because they're being shadow banned and hidden and demonetized on these social networking sites. However, this is me, not the CNN article. Mark Campbell, he's a professor of chemistry at the U.S. Naval Academy. He said, consensus in science is an oxymoron. From Galileo to Einstein, one scientist with proof is more convincing than thousands of other scientists who simply believe something to be true. He said, and I don't even grant that there is a consensus among scientists. It's just that the press only promotes the global warming alarmists and ignores or minimizes those of us who are skeptical, who, who just simply want to know the truth and are just asking questions. He says, to many of us, there is no convincing evidence that carbon dioxide produced by humans has any influence on the Earth's climate. Wow. Then the CNN article continues. I'm just throwing these bites in here because I've had them for a long time and I want everybody to know what the truth is. But then the CNN article, CNN article goes on. It says, Imran Ahmed added that it's also a huge warning. Now that the majority of people recognize old climate denial as counterfactual and discredited, climate deniers have cynically concluded that the only way to derail climate action is to tell people the solutions don't work. He goes on to say the new climate denial is no less insidious and it could hold enormous influence over public opinion on climate action for decades to come. It's particularly worrying because of the young demographic attracted to YouTube according to the CCDH. A December survey from the Pew Research Center found YouTube to be the most widely used social media platform and it analyzed among 13 to 17 year olds, used by roughly nine in 10 of them. So 
uh, a guy named um, Charlie Gray said this. He said, climate deniers have no, have, now have access to a vast global audiences through digital platforms. What's wrong with that? It's free speech, right? Well, Charlie, Charlie Cray is a senior strategist at Greenpeace. And he said that in a statement. He said, allowing them to steadily chip away, these climate deniers, allowing them to steadily chip away at the public support for climate action, especially our young viewers, could have devastating consequences for the future of our planet or devastating consequences for their agenda, right? So the shift in tactics to undermine climate action could also help creators get the, and this is the CNN article, help creators get around YouTube's policy banning them from making money on climate denial content that uh, the, the report suggests. In 2021, the company prohibited advertising against content that contradicts well-established and scientific consensus. There is no scientific consensus. There are a lot of scientists that have been bought and paid for that said, we believe this, but there's no, sci there's no scientific consensus around the existence and cause of climate change. There is the, and we'll get to some of that here in just a moment. And yet YouTube is potentially making up to 13.4 million a year from ads on videos that report found to contain climate denial, according to the CCDH's calculations, including ads from prominent sportswear companies, hotels, and international nonprofits. And Ahmed said that they aren't, th there aren't many companies that would be happy about seeing their advertising appear um, ne next to, to clear climate denial content. And he said, I imagine that they will be furious to find out that they are inadvertently funding climate denial content. In a statement on CNN, a YouTube spokesperson said, Debate or discussions on, of climate change topics, including around public policy or research, is allowed. However, the spokesperson added from YouTube, when content crosses the line to climate change denial, we stop showing ads on those videos. We also display information panels under relevant, video, re relevant videos to provide additional information on climate change and content from third parties pushing their agendas, what's happening. YouTube said its enforcement teams work quickly to review videos that may potentially violate their policies and then act on them. An agent to control you. How climate uh, solutions got sucked into a fevered culture war. Kind of a side note there, but the, the, the company said that after reviewing the CCDH report, it found some of the videos included um, did violate existing climate change policies and has since removed ads from them. However, it also said that the majority of videos in the analysis did not breach their policies. Now, listen at this. There's a, the CNN video says, Michael Mann, some of you may remember his name, from ClimateGate years ago. CNN said, Michael Mann, a leading climate scientist of the University of Pennsylvania, who has studied the narrative shift in climate denial said, <coughs> excuse me, said the findings were disturbing. He said, it is extremely unlikely that this is the result of organic social media activity. Man, who was not involved in the study, told CNN, it suggests that bad actors have made a concerted effort 
to weaponize social media in a way that is especially targeted toward young people, recognizing that they are the greatest threat to the fossil fuel industry status quo, as evidenced by the tremendous impact of the youth climate movement. So, Michael Mann, let me see. Where have I heard that name before? Oh yes, Climate Gate. Now, I'm gonna explain to you Climate Gate in just a moment because CNN used Michael Mann and his comment to okay, basically, to advocate for what YouTube's doing. But I'm gonna explain to you Dr. Michael Mann's infamous hockey stick graph in just a moment. First, let me talk to you about Ready Pantry. You know, as Americans, we want to believe that grocery stores are always going to be there. Supply chains are, you know, they could quickly collapse. Food supplies could diminish. So we pray for the best and we prepare, right? I mean, what if you had a way you could have an affordable three-month emergency supply of food? Well, there is. ReadyPantry.com slash time offers amazing 25-year shelf-stable food. And it includes breakfast, lunch, dinners, and even desserts. And not to mention, you just have a peace of mind knowing that you, during an emergency, you got a supply of food handy. You know, and think of it, power outages, hurricanes, grid collapse, rolling blackouts, war. I mean, the list goes on and on. So Ready Pantry, they're an American-based company with all products sourced here in America. And there are many long-range food storage companies on the internet that are selling products that have been sitting in their warehouses for years. Ready Pantry doesn't do that. They only send things to your home that have been packaged within the last few months. So Ready Pantry, they offer discounts up to 20% off for three to 12 month supplies. Go to readypantry.com slash endtime, use code endtime, and save an additional 10% off your order. Never pay any shipping, it's a good thing, right? And stock your pantry now with, also with buy now, pay later options available at checkout by going to readypantry.com slash endtime. Okay, now, Remember Climate Gate, Dr. Michael Mann's infamous hockey stick graph. Dr. Michael Mann's graph showing multi-proxy temperatures of the Northern Hemisphere for the past 1,000 years appeared in the third assessment report of the International, uh, Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC, the United Nations IPCC. Okay. And by gathering data from ice cores and tree ring samples, Mr. Mann's graph showed, uh, supposedly proved that the Earth's air temperatures were fairly stable for 900 years and then began an unprecedented climb in the 20th century, which made the lines on the graph look like a hockey stick. You say, well, what? No, what's wrong with that? Well, the problem is, is that there was a false narrative behind all of it. It was climate gate and I'll explain the rest of it to you after the break. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is.
time is not going anywhere. So let me explain to you um, Climate Gate, Mr. Michael Mann, Dr. Michael Mann, I should say. I want to give him his fair due here. So he, his graph showed that temperatures were fairly stable for around 900 years, and then they began an unprecedented climb in the 20th century, which made the lines on the graph look like a, a, a hockey stick. Okay, so this increase in temperature was then attributed to man-made greenhouse gas emissions, from the industrialization of the world. The chart was widely accepted in the global warming circles and even made an appearance in Al Gore's famous um, movie, uh, Inconvenient Truth, the global warming movie, trying to prove the false narrative, okay? However, there were some major scientific errors in the chart. Number one, the ice core and tree ring samples were taken from the northern hemisphere which hardly provided a true global temperature reading for the last 1,000 years, right? Number two, the graph totally dismissed the medieval warming period between 1800 and 1300 AD and the little ice age between 1300 AD and 1900 AD. So we got a big problem, right? These are two climate events that are widely accepted in the scientific community. But the graph, he just kind of, nah, he just left them off. Well, the graph was further debunked when Keith Briffa of the East Anglia University Climate Research Unit presented tree ring data calculations that revealed a decline in temperature beginning in 1961. So the new data prompted the climate gate email from CRU director Philip Jones to Michael Mann and others which stated, I've just completed Michael's, uh, Mike's nature journal trick of adding in real temperatures to each series of, for the last 20 years, i.e. from 1980 onwards and from 1961 for Keith's to hide the decline in global temperatures. This hide the decline remark was an obvious cover-up for Keith Briffa's actual data that showed the decline in global temperatures and placed yet another nail in the global warming coffin, everybody, the coffin. So in the aftermath of the climate gate scandal and in a last ditch effort to keep the global warming hoax alive, global warming alarmist attempted to explain away the medieval warming period by stating that, well, perhaps there were more isolated areas of warming. However, there were too many easy to understand proofs. I, I may have told you this before, but during the medieval warming period, the Vikings sailed in waters that are now frozen. The Vikings took advantage of the ice-free seas to colonize Greenland and other outlying uh, lands up in the far north around um, uh, 1000 AD. The climate was sufficiently warm for the north of Newfoundland to support a Viking colony that they called Vinland because of the fine grapes and wines that were produced there. And these areas are now under ice today. And it provides absolute proof 
that it, is, it was warmer back then than it is now, and they had no factories, no coal-fired power plants, no SUVs, okay? So, a conclusion. Global warming was not man-made then, and global warming is not man-made now. But the CN article used Michael Mann as one of their people to say, well, this stuff going on on YouTube, these climate deniers, it's disturbing. And he was involved in ClimateGate. So, the CNN article continues, and Ahmed called on Google to boost its policies to deal with the new denial content. He said, we're asking Google to extend their ban on monetization and amplification of old denial content to include new denial as well. Ahmed said, adding that other social media companies should also take note of the report's findings. Ahmed said, we're asking other platforms that claim to be green in one breath not to profit from, to revenue share, and therefore reward or to amplify clear climate denial content that contradicts scientific consensus. He said, you can't claim to be green, but then be the world's biggest megaphone for climate change related disinformation. Folks, you've got to be able to weed through a bunch of trees to get through all of that. But the fact of the matter is, is that there are people that are scanning your YouTube videos, my YouTube videos, your information, my information, whatever you post, things, articles that are written, very, very influential scientific voices that have been just completely erased, swept into the dustbin of history because they don't follow the false narrative of human-induced global warming, which leads to climate change, the propaganda put out by the United Nations. You say, well, Dave, what, what, what's, what's the whole thing? Why is this prophetic? Because it's driving humanity into world government. Uh, so after World War II, the United Nations was found, founded as an international organization to maintain peace and security by developing friendly relationships between nations and promoting social progress. At least that's what we were told, right? The idea, the idea behind this institution, though, it sounds great until it was discovered that the charter establishing the United Nations was drafted by a communist spy, Alger Hiss. So, with a communist agenda driving the mechanics of the organization, then it's easy to see how the global elites have been able to work from within to quietly build a system of world government. A socialist world government is the goal, and promoting belief in global warming is one of the number one vehicles to reach the goal. Look at the sustainable development goals of the United Nations. They're always talking about climate change, and because they've got to have a perpetual, they got to keep everybody in a perpetual state of fear. One of the core belief systems of socialism is that most conflict in society stems from the ever-broadening gap between the wealthy and the poor. And the contention is that the wealthy, they're the ruling class, and they will inevitably use their economic power to enforce their will upon the less fortunate. Now, the oligarchs, the globalists, yeah, that may be true. But I know a lot of rich people that don't have any intentions on doing that. They're just trying to run a business, to live the American dream, and to supply a bunch of people with a job. I've got family, friends, acquaintances, 
that run businesses that are, that are wealthy and I don't know any of them that are trying to control the population. There are people, but they're globalist. So the ultimate socialist solution to this problem is to, in their mind, even though they created the problem, is to abolish private property ownership for the state to own all principal means of production with the central government reestablishing, I'm sorry, redistributing wealth evenly among the masses. The result would be, a, a, you look at Venezuela, the result would be a classless communistic society where a global government would ensure equality for all citizens. Now, the Bible tells us there's a world government coming. I'm watching this whole thing and I, the Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. Folks, if human-induced global warming led to climate change and it was, the planet was going to burn up in a few years, I'd be on the radio talking about that. But there, it's simply not the case. They just want to keep you in a perpetual state of fear so will, you will yield up your sovereignty and they can redistribute your, your wealth. That's what this is all about. I mean, think about it. It would be impossible to fully realize the dream of a communistic one world governing body. And the Bible says that the end time world government will be a red, a scarlet colored, seven headed, ten horned beast. It's Revelation 17, 3. It's going to be a communistic one world governing body. The Antichrist will be a communist. So, it would be, it would be impossible to realize, fully realize the dream of a communistic one world governing body without the redistribution of wealth from the developed nations to the, to the poor, all right, this is where they say it's going anyway, to the poor underdeveloped nations of the world. This is the main goal of the global warming climate change hoax. The United Nations elites know that a perpetual global life-threatening crisis is necessary to convince wealthy nations to accept the punitive cost of these, of like um, carbon taxes. Okay? Wealth redistribution is exactly what these uh, uh, carbon taxes or carbon cap and trade laws are designed to accomplish. The government will is going to set a cap on the amount of carbon emissions that let's say an, an industrialized nations, i.e. the United States, can emit. And if the limit is exceeded, then carbon credits can be purchased from underdeveloped nations who have more credits than they need. It's, it's carbon pricing. I just saw an article recently, I think it was in Time Magazine by Linda Forster Rothschild. We need to put a price on carbon, she said. So remember, I've, I, I, it's easily proven that CO2 emissions have nothing to do with, or almost, almost nothing, with global warming. Global warming fear-mongering is simply a scheme put together by global elites to redistribute the wealth of the world and to move us onto, into a, a world-governing situation. And global warming is one of the messages, it's not the only one, but it's one of them, being used to force the nations into a world government um, and because, <coughs> excuse me, the, that's what COP28 was all about, the conference of parties, redistribution of wealth. They were, people were just, they were, they were just committing money and more money and more money and billions and billions of dollars to, this, to something that's not even happening. Now think about that. It's wealth redistribution. Anytime you hear global governance, propaganda, uh, propaganda like um, Agenda 2030, the Sustainable Development Goals, uh, nationalized health care, social justice, 
uh, national identification programs. Think world government, everybody. And, you know, and it's uh, global warming. Oh, oops, uh, should I say climate change? Or now what it's called, climate catastrophe, or I don't know what they're calling it today. But it's presently the poster child being used, one of them, to frighten everyone into giving up freedom for saving the planet. I personally believe that it will not work. I personally believe that they'll end up having to go to, into a world war situation. That will be the entrance ramp for a fully functioning world governing body and for the Antichrist. And so I wanted to go through this CNN article. Let me give you the name of the article again because I want you to be able to look it up for yourself. Um, the name of the CNN article is What is New? I only took a few excerpts from it. The name is CNN. What is New Denial? An alarming wave of climate misinformation is spreading on YouTube. So if you've ever posted an article or wrote something about human-induced global warming leads to climate change simply is not happening, then you're going against, the false, you're going against their false narrative and perhaps you wanted to try to make money on that YouTube video and YouTube has people scanning that. The, the, um, the CCHD, the Nonprofit Center for Countering Digital Hate, they're scanning these YouTube videos and they're looking for people that are going against their false narrative and they're calling you and me a denier, a climate change denier. I'm not denying that the climate's changing and it's going to change tomorrow and the next day. But human-induced global warming, which leads to climate change, and they're wanting to destroy our economy because of that, and cheap energy and everything else, and go to wind power and solar panel that simply doesn't work, at least not to the amount that we need it to. Folks, it's all prophetic. They're trying to push us into a world-governing body, and they're using scare tactics to do that. And that's what the, that's what the propaganda of human-induced global warming, which leads to climate change, is all about. I simply want you to know the truth and what's coming in the very near future. God bless. You.